Welcome to a time of worship and prayer to connect with our Creator, heart, soul, and mind. In Matthew 22, the Sadducees ask Jesus what the greatest commandment is. His answer is twofold. He replies, You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, and with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. This is the great and first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. So friends, this time is a time set aside for us to worship and pray, not only with our minds, but with our hearts and souls, so that we can be transformed from the inside out and love our neighbors as ourselves. My hope with these weekly meditations is to give us the space to reflect on what we heard in this sermon. How do we take what we heard on Sunday and know in our heads to be true and let it transform our hearts into the likeness of Christ? So wherever you are, I just invite you to take a deep breath in through the nose and let it out through your mouth. In through the nose. Out through the mouth. Inhale through the nose. And out through the mouth. Inhale through the nose. Seal the lips and exhale through the nose. Continue breathing in and out through the nose. Letting each breath become a little longer and a little slower than the last. Genesis 2-7 says, Then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living creature. So as you begin to notice your breath, I just invite you to take a moment to give thanks to the one who gave you that breath and know that he is as close to you as your next breath. As you continue breathing in and out through the nose, I just invite you to notice the quality of your breath. Is it fast or slow? As you breathe in, can you begin to feel your breath all the way down to the bottom of your belly? Or do you notice that it's high up in your chest? There's no judgment, just noticing. And then as you inhale, just begin to feel your belly expand. Let your ribs expand. And as you breathe out, imagine you're emptying a balloon. Releasing that stale air that no longer serves you. Making room for fresh, life-giving oxygen. Wherever you are, if you're seated in a chair, I just invite you to plant your feet firmly on the ground and sit up nice and tall. Or maybe you're walking as you're listening to this. If so, just begin to notice your feet as they move along the ground. Wherever you are, just begin to relax your shoulders, relax your jaw, unfurl your brow and continue to breathe deeply, the breath of life. 
to connect our minds to our hearts and our souls, we're going to practice breath prayer. The practice of breath prayer is the intentional linking of our breath with a word or a short phrase. Breathing is something that comes naturally. It's automatic, continuous, and involuntary. And when we let our inhales and our exhales represent an intentionally chosen prayer, we begin to live out Paul's instructions in 1 Thessalonians 5.17 to pray without ceasing. So in the quiet of your heart, on your next inhale, whisper, live united, and exhale, let it begin with me. Inhale, live united, and exhale, let it begin with me. Take a moment to just breathe and pray it out with your own rhythm of breath. Inhale, live united. Exhale, let it begin with me. This week our reading is from Psalm 133. It says, Behold, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. It is like the precious oil on the head running down on the beard, on the beard of Aaron, running down on the collar of his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon which falls on the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord has commanded the blessing, life forevermore. This week's message was full of great reminders of what it means to live united and why we as Christians are called to a life of unity. But the one thing I want to focus on today is from verse 3. It, meaning unity, is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion. Friends, this was such a beautiful description of what unity is, and this is why when Aaron says, Come with me to Israel, you should go. Being in the land that the Bible was written in and understanding what the Bible means in its original context makes the Bible come alive like never before. Being in the land where it was written helps to open our minds and our hearts to the truths that are beautifully woven into the Bible. These truths we might not be able to understand until we see them and experience them for ourselves. I had the pleasure of going in October of 2021 and it was life-changing. As Aaron said, Israel is a landmass the size of New Jersey. It is small, but in that space there is Mount Hermon, which is a little over 9,000 feet above sea level, and the highest point on the east coast of the Mediterranean Sea. And there is also the Dead Sea, which is the lowest point on Earth, at 1,400 feet below sea level. There's a vast difference in these two climates in such a small space. As Aaron said, verse 3 reminds us that unity is like the dew of Hermon. Think of water, which falls on the mountains of Zion. Think of dry desert land. Picture in your mind's eye the two photos that Aaron put on the screen. The picture of the snow-capped mountains of Mount Hermon versus the brown, desolate land of Jerusalem. The dew of Mount Hermon, 
the water can bring life to the dead places of Jerusalem, the brown, desert, desolate land. This is speaking from an agricultural perspective, but as Aaron said, he would argue this is talking about souls, not landscapes. Friends, when we live in unity, it brings life to dead souls. And isn't that what this world so desperately needs? Life in the spaces that are dying within us and around us? Just like in week two of this series where we talked about the Lord being our shade and how the shade will give us strength to keep going, this metaphor, the dew of Hermon, is like a tall glass of water to a dry and thirsty soul. And friends, that glass of water is us, you and me, living together in unity. So let's take a moment to reflect on our lives. As I say every week, not from a space of condemnation, but from a space of ownership. A space of accepting where we are at today so that we can move forward into who God called us to be. So take a moment and reflect on your life. How are you showing up in the world around you? Are you showing up in a way that speaks to unity? Are you showing up with a heart of peace everywhere you go? Or do you find yourself showing up to certain spaces in your life with a heart of war? A desire to be right and prove your point, maybe at the expense of those around you. So take a moment and just talk with the Lord about where you're at today in regards to unity. Behold, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. It is like the precious oil on the head running down on the beard, on the beard of Aaron, running down on the collar of his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon which falls on the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord has commanded the blessing, life forevermore. Friends, this psalm is a call to unity, and that unity should mark us as Christians. So as you move throughout your week this week, my invitation for you is to begin to notice how you're showing up in the world around you. Are you living into the call placed on your life when you accepted Jesus as your Savior and living unified so that you can bring life to dead places? If so, that's great. Keep being a tall glass of water to a dry and deserted land. If not, spend some time with the Lord and invite Him into the spaces that are divided in your heart. Ask Him to bring life to the dead places inside you. After all, He is the living water. And once you are full of the living water, you can then live from a place of overflow to those around you, and you can begin to bring life to the dead places around you. Father God, we thank you for your word. Lord, we thank you for the beautiful metaphors that are alive in the landscape of where your word was written. Thank you for Aaron and the way he has brought contextual teaching to our congregation to help us understand the depth of your word. Lord, we ask that you use us like the dew of Mount Hermon so that when we live unified with one another, 
We bring life to dead places around us. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Pull your spirit out. Pull your spirit out.